Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 28 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We have an action-packed show for you today. Uh, lots of updates regarding COVID and, uh, you know, the pandemic and lockdowns and all that stuff, which you're probably aware of, but we're going to unpack some of it. And literally some news that happened, <laughs> like, I'm sorry to laugh, just before I came into the studio, we have another uh politician who who has come down with covid we're gonna talk about that if you haven't have you if you have not gotten that breaking news yet i was literally sitting eating lunch uh, about to go into the studio and i got breaking news coming up and i went oh my gosh and I, i'm pretty sure my wife looked at me and was like what because my face just like lit up it was one of those things and we're just doing more of it and <laughs> like more and more of these politicians uh getting covid but before we get there we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, four episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that at multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, that is our official Facebook page. That'll keep you up to date on all kinds of new content, new episodes, new everything uh, that is coming out regarding Go Tell It to the Wall and Common Sense Sundays. And of course, uh, our YouTube channel, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of these live feeds if you're watching the actual video. This, that's where those get posted in addition to Facebook, uh, as well as our beer reviews, our mental health playlists, our parenting playlists. All that great stuff is on YouTube, uh, so make sure you subscribe to our channel. That, that's where you're going to get the majority of the video content regarding uh, Go Tell It to the Wall and Common Sense Sundays. Of course, you can follow my personal Instagram account. Uh, I've been working to get some more podcast content on the actual Instagram, my actual Instagram account. So you're going to find a little more of that. Uh, but regardless, follow my own Instagram, my own personal Instagram, which is at SoCalSean. You'll get some Go Tell It's the Wall content on there. You're also just going to get content from me personally. Uh, so, so make sure you're following. And most importantly, all encompassing of those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, bookmark it. Check back often. You're even going to find links to those platforms I just mentioned, as well as links to multiple platforms to listen to the actual podcast. So if you're having trouble finding the podcast, depending on what platform you prefer to use, you're going to have links right there. Just all you got to do, SeanWorkLive.com, bookmark it, click on the links, and boom, you're listening to the podcast. You're looking at exclusive photos. You're, we've also got videos linked there, uh, as well as blog posts and stuff. And you're going to find a link to our Patreon campaign. Please help us out financially if you have the means to do so and see fit to do so. Every dollar helps keeping keep this studio up and running. Uh, honestly, it's not a huge endeavor, but it, it does help to keep keep everything running smoothly and, and bring new content, new stuff into the studio. Uh, and merch, of course, merch, merch, merch. Uh, the merch site is on there. You're going to find a link directly to it. It'll take you straight to the Go Tell to the Wall merch site. Pick yourself up some t-shirts, sweatshirts. It's almost Christmas. Uh, you should still be able to order in time for Christmas. And in fact, we have a new design. I know I've been teasing it. For, <laughs> I swear I've been teasing it for like a couple months now. It's just one of those things uh, that, that we've, we've been delayed on and not for any good reason. It's just been delayed on it. And we finally do have a, a finalized new logo. It's not going to replace our, our other logo. It's kind of an alternate logo. That should be popping up on the merch store uh, very, very, very soon. Hopefully, it, you'll be able to get those those items uh, in time for Christmas as well. Uh, definitely want to make sure we get that. I'm real excited about the new design. Some of you have seen this design. It's just it's been changed around. If, especially if you know me personally, you've seen the design. Uh, but we but we have a new Go Tell to the Wall uh, logo and design that we're going to be using mainly on merch, but on some other stuff as well. So you'll see that popping up. 
And a shout out to Zombie Teeth Clothing, Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing. I'm wearing one of my absolute favorite shirts right now. This one, <laughs> this is one of his newer designs. It says "Wear a Mask, You Dumb Shit," and uh, has a, a cartoon character wearing a mask on it. And uh, yeah, this is basically how I have felt for the past nine months. And uh, finally, ended up picking up one of these shirts. It hasn't been out for nine months, but uh, but thank you to Paul and Zombie Teeth Clothing for the the awesome shirt as always. And uh, and of course, I'm appropriately wearing it today. As as we're just getting deeper and deeper into this pandemic and, and everything that's that's going around with it. Um, but make sure you check out zombieteeth.com uh, and you'll be able to pick up one of these shirts or many, many other great designs uh, on shirts, sweatshirts, other stuff. You, if if you've been listening since the beginning of Common Sense Sundays, I, I actually featured another one of Paul's uh, Zombie Teeth designs um, on the podcast. And that was the mental health design. So definitely check that out. I'm a big fan. As you know, I've mentioned uh, mentioned Zombie Teeth quite a few times on here. All right, let's get into some digital trends. Man, it's been one of those weeks. Uh, for those of you not aware with this, of, of this, um, Elliot Page came out as transgender this week. Uh, you may, if you haven't heard this story, uh, you may know the name Ellen Page. Uh, so Ellen Page is now Elliot Page. Uh, he has come out as transgender. Uh, tons of support out there for Elliot Page, of course, which I, I wasn't surprised to see, and especially around my my own personal friend groups, you know, whether it was in the digital space or just talking to, to friends and stuff, all very supportive. However, especially in this day and age of social media, uh, we, we see a lot of people complaining about it. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's always amazing to me when I see people complain uh, about these kind of things. I've just never understood because I don't understand the uproar. Somebody else being comfortable in their body and making a decision uh, that is for, f better for themselves, in this case, better for himself, Elliot, that, that shouldn't affect you in any way. It doesn't affect you. And, and I, I, I never understand this big uproar about it. Let let people be. And in fact, I saw some videos floating around where people are like, do what you want. But then they go on this five-minute rant about how Elliot Page is, is a horrible example and all this other stuff. And and lumped in with that has been, um, oh my gosh, the uh, Harry Styles. I think he, he, he had a photo shoot where he's wearing a dress. And people are freaking out about that too. Why can, how can guys wear And it's like... It blows my mind because I just don't understand how that affects other people. It doesn't. You have you you don't especially if you don't even you just know someone as as their name as an actor or actress whatever it is. It doesn't change your life at all. It it doesn't. And it blows my mind that people still do this and complain. They come out. Like, what are you complaining about? Let people be happy. That's really what this comes down to. And most of the time, these people that are complaining, they're just not happy, so they need to take it out on other people, and that's what they do. And especially now with this social media world that we live in, and everybody's got a keyboard, and they can just go out there and spout off stupid things. Uh, my favorite is, like, <laughs> one of these guys that was complaining I saw floating around social media was, like, protect free speech. And it's like, <laughs> do, you, do you understand what that means, sir? Do you understand? You're having free speech by sitting here posting this complaining about something that really has nothing to do with your life. It will not affect your life at all. At all. You know, it, it blows my mind every time. Uh, so good on you, Elliot. We're happy for you. People that are genuine and have common sense should be happy for Elliot. Anytime something like this comes out, you, you know it's someone getting more comfortable in their own skin. You know, and it's unfortunate that sometimes it takes people this long. I don't know how old Elliot is, but uh, uh, he's an adult. So it sometimes takes people this long, and it's unfortunate that it takes them that long, but at least they get to that point. You know, I mean, think about 50 years ago. It was it was almost impossible. Almost impossible. 
And we've come a long way, and we need to respect that because we are, we are better for it today than we were 50, 100 years ago. Without question. And that's the other one. That's another thing that I've seen popping up around. We have these what happened memes, and it's always like, and I've seen them before. You know, it'll be some James Dean-looking guy with like an, an, an overcoat and stuff looking all dapper, and then it's like a guy wearing leggings. And, and it's like, you know, it's one thing to be like, I prefer... To look like that, to dress like that, I, you know, or if you're attracted to 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 that that sex, then I I'm more attracted. There's nothing wrong with that. However, to say what happened, where did we go, where did we go? When I see stuff like that, what I think of is 50 to 100 years ago. So maybe you don't like that style, but here's the thing: I like it because that person is now able to dress like that without being persecuted, without being beaten to death in the street. So this what happened stuff, nothing happened. We've advanced as a society. You can still dress like that. There's one I saw recently where it's like a guy on a Harley and stuff looking all manly, and then it's a guy with like a messenger bag riding one of those little bird scooters or whatever, looking, you know, looking all hipster for lack of a better word. Like, what happened? I prefer this. And it's like there's still plenty of, of douchebags riding around on motorcycles. I'm not saying everyone who rides a motorcycle is a douchebag. People posting memes like this, douchebag. That, there's no question about it. That's common sense. You can still ride a motorcycle. You can still dress all manly. and you know, Nobody's saying you can't do that. What we've done is we've come to a place as a society where people can feel comfortable to do the other thing and not be persecuted. To wear leggings. To wear a dress. A man wear a dress. You know, and it goes both sides. I, I, it always hits me because I have no problem with, with anybody just expressing themselves. It doesn't affect me in any way. In fact, I'd much rather applaud it like Elliot Page. Much rather applaud it. And that's, if, if we could all get closer to that point. It doesn't affect you that a, it doesn't affect you that a guy is wearing leggings and, and has a man bun. I'm not a fan of the man bun myself, but it doesn't affect you. What do you care? You're so, these, are, these are usually people who are so insecure with their own masculinity that they lash out at other people. And that's what it comes down to. But common sense says we're better as a society, as a society because of how far we've come and how we're able to accept those differences in each other. And we'll, we're going to continue moving forward regardless of the toxic masculinity. That's where we're going. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. All right, hashtag PayPal Christmas. That's right, hashtag PayPal Christmas. Uh, this one makes sense because, you know, PayPal, and, uh, and you can't really get together with your, with your relatives and friends this year. So I have a feeling there will be a lot of... Uh, a lot of funds flying around on PayPal there. Uh, the interesting thing, and it makes sense, uh, but the interesting thing is this is very much organic advertising for PayPal. Uh, this is trending on social platforms right now. PayPal Christmas. It's free advertising for PayPal, which I'm not going to hate on them for that. I'd prefer not to use PayPal. I use Venmo because I have to at times, but PayPal is just such a hassle. Uh, yes, and I know that <laughs> PayPal owns Venmo. Don't hit me with that message. I think I, I've literally said that before on the podcast, and people still send me messages. Oh, it's the same company. It's like, I know. I know. I bring that up about Instagram and Facebook all the time. Like, I get it. It's just one's much easier to use than the other. But again, free advertising for PayPal. I'm sure people are going to be getting funds through PayPal and Venmo and stuff. That's how Christmas gifts are going to happen this year. Although it's funny because you can still just, you can ship things to other people. So it's, you don't have to hand deliver a gift. You ship it. That's that's what you do. You ship a gift. It's it's pretty easy to do. Uh, and, and please make sure you're supporting some small businesses because these small businesses can ship to another person. Zombie Teeth Clothing, you can ship these to other people. Any of the merch merch companies out there that I mentioned constantly on this podcast, Stupid Rad and Pirate's Press, you can you can make an order and send it to someone else. You don't have to just send them cash or send them cash. People like cash. 
<laughs> Hashtag wait, let me get this straight. Uh, this is a fun one that I found, and I actually really enjoyed just scrolling through. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm always like, oh, it's fun, but people are getting ridiculous. This one's just fun. Like, have fun with it. Uh, now, of course, you're probably going to run into some political posts. If, if you know, if you don't want, if you want to avoid those, then just kind of scroll by. You don't have to. Uh, but hashtag wait, let me get this straight. And this one I really enjoyed. I wish I'd included the, the person's Twitter handle. Uh, but it was, again, hashtag wait, let me get this straight. We have round pizza that we put in a square box and we cut, uh, cut into triangles. <laughs> I just started busting. I was like, that's, that's a pretty good point. Like, why, why do we do this? Uh, shout out to Chicago Pizza, a lot of which is cut into squares. Still a circle in a square, but at least it's a little bit different. Although a lot of the pub pizzas you can get in a square or a rectangle. So see, Chicago does pizza right. Shout out to all my my Chicago pizza loving uh, listeners there, because it is the superior pizza. And don't I, we've talked about this on the podcast before? Deep dish doesn't mean it, Chicago's not just deep dish. Pub pizza, look it up. It's good stuff. That's what I prefer. Deep dish is like once or twice a year. Pub pizza is like every day. That's that's how we roll. Uh, that's my little bit of Chicago that comes out in me. My my hard vowels come out too at times, but I usually have to be around some people that are from the Midwest, and then the hard vowels start start coming. Usually when I get fired up, it, it happens at times. All right, one more thing in the digital trends. This this one, if you want to feel old, check this one out. <laughs> and it's funny because at first I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting, and see, you know, people are just bringing it up. Uh, but people are doing this this age yourself. Uh, based on a closed retailer, like a closed retailer that you remember. So I was like, oh, man, people are going to have fun with this. And I, I at, at worst, I was like, well, what, Montgomery Ward? Like, we're going to be talking about places that closed in the 90s or Mervyn's maybe? No, 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 no. The two that I saw the most on social platforms doing a cursory scan this morning, the two, uh, Radio Shack and Toys R Us. Radio Toys R Us has been closed for less time than my barely four-year-old daughter has been alive <laughs> radio shack closed not long before that so if you want to feel old that's what the kids are putting out there i remember radio shack you remember five years ago good job kid <laughs> like, what? And, and i get it like if that's your age that's fine but it's really i felt really old and just seen and i was like mm. i remember warehouse music and even that i'm like well i'm not that old you know people are gonna start from 70s and 80s pulling pulling businesses out and i'm you know, those couple that I mentioned are closed in the 90s, so it's, you know, you can feel even older than me, I guess. But just, I was like, what are you, 10? You're 10 on Twitter posting these things? Oh, I remember the days of Radio Shack. You went into the store to buy some headphones. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Oh, feel old. Social. I feel old anytime I'm on social platforms. It's, it's basically just a given once I jump on a social platform uh, that I'm going to feel old at some point throughout my scrolling. It's, it's just a guarantee that it's going to happen. All right, let's get out of this digital trend stuff. I'm done with digital platforms. I think it's because of the holidays. I'm like, I don't want to, let me just enjoy, you know, holiday type things and not the muck that is social media, especially Twitter. <sighs> Freaking Twitter. All right, moving on to our positive news story of the week. That's right, the positive news story of the week. And I'm going to butcher this guy's last name. Uh, Jason Erdrick. Erdrick? I might actually be right. Jason Erdrick of, of New Jersey. You may have heard about this gentleman uh, months ago at the beginning of the pandemic. I, I vaguely remember hearing about this guy. He's a uh, he's a teacher in New Jersey. Actually, turned his home into a uh, into a, a mask make a PPE mask making factory uh, using a 3D printer. Printed out thousands of masks for his local community. Thousands using his 3D printer, uh, just out of the goodness of his own heart. Uh, so not, that's not 
that's only the beginning of this positive news thing. We're actually starting to see some recognition, um, whether it's from companies or from individuals. And here's here's a company giving out some some recognition. Mazda actually sent him a brand new car, and this is uh, part of they're doing 50 acts of of selflessness. So they've sent out 50 of these cars to people who have acted selflessly uh, over the past year. And uh, Jason Erdrich of New Jersey was uh, fortunately one of the people that, that received one of those cars, and deservedly so, because uh, he took his time and, and, and obviously money. I don't know how much it costs to run a 3D printer or, you know, the like that ma the plastic material, you know, that goes in. I'm not real familiar with. I've seen them work, but I, I don't know much about them. Uh, so obviously some money went into this and his time uh, just out of the goodness of his heart and helping his own community. Uh, so good on you, Jason. Uh, thank you for for being so selfless, and and thank you to my, you know I hope I'm sure you're thankful to Mazda, uh, but thank thank you to Mazda for for recognizing this and 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 you know and I'm sure they're writing it on tax write offs. They're not like they're not losing money on giving away a few cars, but it's a great way for them to recognize and and hopefully uh, the other 49 individuals that receive these cars are also people that that maybe need a car or you know we're in desperate. I don't I, I mean I don't want to say that you know, hopefully they're in desperate need, but you know. Uh, a, a car can mean a lot more to some people than to other people, you know, and, and just like that, that's, and, and, and this is, and I'm not, I'm not super wealthy or anything, but if I want a car tomorrow, uh, I probably wouldn't take the car because I don't need a car and I don't feel like paying the tax. And I, this is my intricate knowledge of sweepstakes and contests and stuff because I used to literally write contracts uh, for clients regarding sweepstakes and contests. You, you're paying the taxes on a car. You know, and if you need a car, yeah, maybe it's worth it, but like, I don't need a car. So it just, you know, it, it means a lot more to some people than to others. And hopefully in this situation, they're getting it to people uh, that are really going to need that car. Uh, although if you're familiar with, with sweepstakes and giveaways, they, they'd probably be offering cash value, uh, which is usually the case in, in any kind of those, especially like an, oh, this isn't, I, I don't know. I got to do some more research on it. Either way. Good on you, Jason. Uh, thank you. And thank you to Mazda. All right. Some COVID updates. Speaking of COVID. Uh, CDC says masks at all times now outside the home. Wear a mask, you dumb shit. Just wear it. Wear it. Put it on. You're going to be fine. And if you have trouble wearing a mask, here's the thing. I have I have a serious mental illness, and I actually have claustrophobia. Um, now, that being said, I'm pretty able to wear a mask. I, I understand we're not talking about widespread conditions. We're talking like maybe a, a half a percent of the population that actually does have a problem wearing a mask. Just stay home at that point. Get delivery. Don't go out and cause a scene. Just wear a damn mask. It's not that hard. And we're, we're being told that we need to at this point. Uh, Southern California, we are going to be on the stay-at-home order, like the emergency statewide stay-at-home order here. Uh, as of tonight, as of Sunday night, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And it's it's absolutely wild because, and my wife and I had talked about this recently, is, is saying like, okay, we're going to start a curfew, uh, you know, three days from now. And what happens, at least here in Southern California, I'm sure it's happened elsewhere around the country, is everyone decides, like, uh-oh, they're going to lock down the bars in, in a couple days. Let's all go out to the bar and have a drink. It's like, that's not the fucking point. That's that's not. You, you're just adding to the inevitability of this of this being extended and extended and extended. That's what's happening. Just stay home, wear a goddamn mask, and get over yourself. That's all it is. We're going to have three weeks of this. At least three weeks of, of this stay-at-home order. And stop blaming the wrong people. I see so many people that are like, ah, oh, freaking Newsom, who's the governor of California, and I'm sure this is happening in other states, and it's like, maybe you should blame your neighbor that just threw a fucking party a week ago. It, it blows my mind. And last night, I could see it here. There's parties going on. People are at bars. They see it on social media. It's like, what the hell? What the hell? Now, of course, the, the car thieves, 
don't care about COVID. So I was watching a lovely uh, car chase around my neighborhood last night from my front porch. If you if you caught that one on NBC or Fox, you got a nice little tour of my neighborhood. Not just Highland Park, but like li- it was circling right around. My- I was like, oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes. And look, at- oh, there he is over there. Oh, there he goes. It was pretty wild. Uh, so clearly that guy didn't care about uh, the, uh, the, the stay-at-home order that was coming. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it's everywhere. It's, we're in different worlds. We really are in different worlds. There's there's a side of people that are like, I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to stay home and I'm going to wear a mask. And there's people who are like, I need to drink at a bar. Blows my mind. It really does. I don't need a drink at a bar. Who needs a drink? I mean, I would like to. I'd like to go out and socialize with some of my friends. I, Jesus Christ, I'd like to go to a show. Really need a show. Uh, but yeah, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, and more NFL outbreaks. We had some, uh, for those of you familiar with the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens football team that plays in Baltimore, they had a huge outbreak uh, about a week ago. They had a game that was scheduled for Thanksgiving. It got pushed to Monday, then it got pushed to Tuesday, and they actually finally played the game on Wednesday, uh, and the Baltimore Ravens were without a bunch of players. Found out today they had four different strains of COVID like flying around their facility, and just everybody was getting it, was catching it. And here we are. They're just... We're still traveling around. We're still doing this NFL stuff. It's absolutely wild. And college football is just, it's, oh, God. It's been nuts with college. Just games canceled left and right. Left and right games are getting canceled. And it's just, do we really need to be doing this? We don't. We don't. Though I will say, uh, very, 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 very first world problem of mine. Uh, I am a Patriots fan. I'm a Boston sports fan because of my father. And uh, not the Celtics. You know, if you've listened to podcasts, you know that. Uh, but I'm a, everything else. Uh, uh, Bruins, Patriots, Red Sox. And I've actually never seen the Patriots play live. I've never seen them play live. Uh, I've tried to catch them once or twice over the, the last few years uh, in Southern California. They, there was no, they, no football team played in L.A. until a couple years ago. Well, it turns out this year uh, the Patriots are actually in L.A. right now. They are playing a football game right now against the Los Angeles Chargers. And then next week or the week after, they play a game against the Los Angeles Rams. And I just remember, I looked at the schedule a few weeks ago, and I went, you got to be kidding me. Could have taken my father, who lives in San Diego, and my my, my, my now four-year-old, barely four-year-old daughter to, to a Patriots game at a brand-new stadium that just would have been cool to see. Like, my wife would have really, I mean, she'll go to any sporting event, but she would have really just enjoyed seeing a giant facility as well. Uh, and, of course, because of COVID, no fans at the games. Now, that is, like I said, that is very much a first world problem. I, people have much bigger problems. I can sacrifice not seeing the Patriots play live if, if it means one person doesn't get sick that would have gotten sick. I have no, like, no qualms about it. And, in fact, we also we sacrificed our annual uh, wine weekend. Uh, I go with my family and uh, some other families that we know real well. We go up to Los Olivos on uh, uh, the first weekend of December because they do a big tree lighting and stuff. And if you're familiar with Los Olivos, it's wine country. Uh, so we go up there and we do some wine drinking. And we stay there for the weekend, get an Airbnb, eat some good food. And, and, and well, the food's just okay there. The wine's really good, though, uh, in Los Olivos. Highly recommended if you've ever had a chance to go. Carhartt and Artiste are, are my absolute favorites. Uh, but tons of great wineries up there for you to check out. Again, first world problem. Uh, most mo- The saddest part to me was my daughter really loves to go up there. She talks about Los Olivos and, and her. Uh, and we have other other family friends with kids that go and it's a whole it's a fun thing for them as well so that one hurt me even more i mean again i would sacrifice that if it meant one person not even one person didn't die one person didn't get sick like it's it's, it's just that's why it's so wild to me to see i have to go to this bar i have to you know it's like no you don't you don't you don't have to and one thing i'll leave you with at the end of COVID updates i wouldn't sacrifice anything uh to keep this guy from getting sick but we did get word today that rudy giuliani officially has covid as he travels the battleground states spewing 
uh, false conspiracies and farting in courtrooms, he now has COVID. If you're not familiar with the farting in the courtroom thing, Google it. You're probably familiar with it unless you've been living under a rock. All right, mental health. I don't have a ton about a ton on mental health, but uh, about a week or two ago, I actually saw a, a friend had posted something, uh, and and it said uh, they were talking to their significant other, and and their significant other was like, you know, it feels like we've been on an island for the past eight months or whatever it was, uh, and they posted, and they were like. I have actually felt like I was on an island for, for even longer than that. And it really got me thinking because I've, I've broached that subject a little bit here on the podcast when it comes to mental health and mental illness. Uh, and it, it, it kind of hit home with me because I went, yeah, that's very much how I feel. And I say it to my wife quite a bit. Now, it's it, <clears throat> I'm, I guess I'm on an island with my wife and my daughter. But I, I say it to my wife. I feel like a, a man without a country, you know, and I'm just kind of floating out there and, and everything else. And it, it's, it's difficult at times because you feel... It's not just an alone feeling. It's just a not fitting in necessarily feeling. And and that really, really got to me. It's, it's really me all the time. Uh, and it ties into that extroverted introvert that we've talked about here uh, on Common Sense Sundays and on Go Tell It to the Wall. And I think a lot of people who, who are like that, like me, uh, they often do feel like they're on an island. Like you're not really fully part of a group just on the outskirts. And that's very much... Uh, how how my life is now, you know, like I said, my, my wife and my daughter, we have a very good, uh, very good household here. I mean, she's four. She's she was throwing stuff around this morning and throwing a fit about nothing. But that's what four year olds do. It's not not anything to do with with our household or our family necessarily. Uh, and in fact, now she's sitting on a <laughs> virtual uh, baby shower with uh, with my wife. Uh, so re- we need to recognize this. It's OK to feel this way, but try to find the bright side of it. And on the other side of things, recognize that other people may feel this way. And again, like I always say, it's not your responsibility to take care of your friends that have a mental illness or have a mental health problem. What it really comes down to in this case is don't become frustrated with others because they might be going through something like this where they feel very on the outskirts of things. This is, this is very much how I feel the majority of the time. And I have, I have friends, you know, I have family that I'm close with, but it's hard. It becomes difficult. You feel like you're on an island. And that's okay. You need to, you can, once you recognize that in yourself, it makes it a little bit easier. And cope is not even the right word. A little easier to move past and to recognize where you are. And most importantly from this, and I've said it so many times, don't value yourself. Never value yourself from social media. (laughs) Like this podcast is a perfect example of that. I'm like, hey, guys, like our Facebook page, like, you know, 200 people. And then I go to look at download numbers and listening numbers, and I'm like, well, that's a huge difference. You know, and so that's, don't value yourself on social media, but don't value yourself from others or groups, other how other people look at you. Find, find your self-confidence and your value in yourself. Other people can support that, but it shouldn't just be based on other people and how they view you. At the same time, if you think nobody views you positively, chances are you're, you're 100% wrong. We touch so many people's lives in ways that we don't realize. Think about the way random people have touched your life over your entire lifetime. You have value. Small, large, you have value. You just can't completely measure that based on what groups you're a part of. That's the important thing to remember. All right, parenting, we're cooking along here. I don't think we're going to go that much over time. We are because we missed an episode. That always happens, always, never fail. 
and like I said, I think I said it uh, on the video feed, but for those of you that are not, they're just listening to audio. Straight up, just took a took a Sunday off. It was Thanksgiving weekend. I needed a little mental health day. Spent the day uh, doing stuff with with my wife and daughter, and it was fantastic. And it's just it's sometimes good to just refresh. I mean, to be honest, this isn't a lot of hard work to come into a studio and yell at a wall and spread some common sense to all of you. But sometimes a break is good. It's good to to take a little break here and there. Now, like I said, parenting. Oh my gosh, Advent calendar challenges. I don't know if any of you have had this challenge. So. I think I want to say last year was the first year we actually did an advent calendar. We, I think we might have had a chocolate one, you know, like Trader Joe's does that like two dollar chocolate one. Uh, but last year, and I think I even had it on the podcast. If you go back and and look at the episodes in December, maybe the Christmas episode, we had a little people calendar, the the uh, Fisher Price little people. If if you're not familiar with those, if, if you're a parent, you're familiar with them. <laughs> like. And really, little people have been around. They were very different when when I was a kid, uh, but they've been around for for quite a while. Uh, little people, we got her one of these, and it was just it was twenty four or twenty five like little people characters and and little accessories to go with them. And last year was a bit of a challenge because it was like like oh let's open no no one a day one a day. This year, holy shit, every day. And here's the other thing is, we started opening it like uh like in the morning. So we have this Disney one that has Disney animator characters, and I don't even want to. I <laughs> Disney, they're they're gonna end up making me buy one of these damn calendars every year because they're gonna do different characters, and my kid loves them. Uh, but she just. She's first one, first thing in the morning. Let's open it up. And she's got a little character, and then she'll be like, "Can we open?" No, no. You have to wait another day. One a day. No, can we? And then she'll wake up from her nap, and she'll be like, "Let's open a character." And it's like, one a day. Just because you slept doesn't mean it's a new day. And now, we have a friend uh, uh, that sent her a a a different kind of calendar, which really cool. It's this wooden tree that has little ornaments. You open up an ornament every day, and you hang the ornaments on it. Now she's got two, and she still wants to open the whole damn thing. So, I don't know. Any of you parents out there dealing with this, I feel your pain, and I'm curious how the hell you, like, it's every day. And I haven't let her open any extra, but, oh my gosh. No, no. She just can't get, like, nope. One a day, one a day. Advent calendar challenges. Uh, we watched, we're getting into some of the, the, the the holiday specials, um, especially now that my my kid is is just like really at the right age to watch a lot of them. Uh, so we've we've gotten through a few of them. Uh, I think I think we watched Muppet. No, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Like we've got Thanksgiving weekend, we watched a few. And uh, so la- and my wife ordered um, some DVDs because for stuff that wasn't streaming. So we got this five movie collection. Uh, really had ordered it for Frosty and Rudolph, and then it came with a uh, Little Drummer Boy, Cricket on the Hearth, and Santa Claus is coming to town. I had never seen, and like my wife and I were both like, have I seen this? I, you know, and quickly, five minutes in, realized neither of us had seen Santa Claus is Coming to Town. If you haven't seen this one, uh, prepare yourself if you do plan on watching it. Now, I wouldn't say it's inappropriate for kids, but adults, as you're watching it, the film was made in 1970. You can tell it was made in 1970. First of all, Mrs. Claus is stacked, like, and, it, you know, it's the stop motion animation. Like, it's not, it's not people, it's not animation, it's the stop motion, like Rudolph... Whoa, that's a that's a little bit much for Mrs. Claus, but okay. And my wife and both like we're watching, and daughters between us, and we just po- both kind of kept looking at each other like, what? Okay, uh, but that, like it wasn't just stacked Mrs. Claus. Stacked Mrs. Claus also went on a clear shroom trip, mushroom trip, vibrant colors, all like I I was honestly blown away, blown away, and I went okay, it's nineteen. 19- she goes on a shroom trip to determine that she wants to actually 
help Santa Claus. Uh, so just be be forewarned. I, you know, kids are not gonna. My four year old, she just she's like, oh, this is pretty colors and stuff. I'm going okay. What is happening right now? It was very interesting. Just just be aware. That one. <laughs> like it's like it's got everything stacked. Mrs. Claus, uh, drug trips. It's just it's crazy. It really is. It. I will say it's creative and it's fun, but it's just yeah. I didn't know any of this going in, and I was quite surprised. <sighs> quite surprised. That's all I've got for parenting this week, because I'm still reeling from uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. It's also very much like some German. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's like the bad guy's German, and they're like, like yeah, 1970. That sounds right. Uh, moving on from parenting. <laughs> Common sense. I got one. We've kind of been shifting this in and out, because really the entire episode... They're always common sense Sundays. Uh, but this one, if you're, if you're not familiar with this, especially if you don't follow sports, you're probably not familiar with this. There was a Texas high school football player. Uh, yeah, they're still they're playing high school football down in Texas because that's a way of life down there. And it doesn't matter how many people die, we're going to play high school football. But I digress. Uh, they were having the playoffs in one area. of, And it doesn't even matter what area. It was in Texas. And uh, they're having football playoffs for high school. Uh, and a, a high school football player who's apparently well-known, really good player, probably going to go play in college, uh, was ejected from the playoff game. You know, so kicked out of the game. Not allowed to play in the game uh, for doing something unnecessary, roughness or whatever it was. And th that's not the important thing. Uh, there's actually, and you could see it. There's video where this kid, after he's ejected, he's on the sideline of the football field. He goes sprinting onto the football field, sprinting full speed. And you can see coaches like chasing after him. And just levels the referee that kicked him out of the game. Levels him. Knocks him completely over. The referee was evaluated for a concussion and some other stuff. Leveled him. This is this is assault by a high school student on a football field with cameras. Tons of people around. I saw this and I was just utterly blown away. Just absolutely blown away. I don't even understand because there's no excuse for this. And we're not talking like... Oh, I'm, you know, I'm in your face and maybe there's a little shove. No, no, no. He was on the sideline, sprinted out to the... Boom! Leveled the referee. Leveled him. Absolutely insane. It's just disgusting. And it's toxic masculinity. That's what it is. And I'm all for redemption when it comes to... And there's been a lot of argument now because they basically... They, they kicked the, the entire football team out of the playoffs. They're no longer in the, in the playoffs despite the fact that they won that game. And a lot of people were like, well, you can't punish the whole team for the one kid. And it's like, yeah, but that's big. That is real big. It's assault on a high school football field. The referee went to the hospital, like I said. This kid needs to be kicked out of football for good. I'm all for redemption. And I know he's a kid. You know, he's probably like 17, maybe 18. But it takes, it takes a lot to be that violent and that upset about a game. Think about that. I don't know that that can be redeemed. I'd be terrified. Like, if I was a football coach, I'd be terrified that that kid's going to do this again. He'd be nowhere near my, my team. Nowhere near it. Unquestionably. But that's, that's what we deal with in this world. And common sense says we need to be better and eliminate this kind of toxic masculinity. All right, entertainment news. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through a couple of these, but I'm probably going to take a minute with this one. We got news this week. Hang on, let me get a sip of my uh, out of my Go Tell It's a Wall mug here. Don't forget, you can pick up a Go Tell It's a Wall mug on the merch site. Mm -hmm. Um, this week we got news. 
on Thursday, in fact, uh, that Radio Disney is going dark uh, beginning of February. I can't remember the exact date, but very beginning of next year. Uh, completely done. Done. No more Radio Disney on the air. No more satellite radio. No more digital uh, feed of Radio Disney. Uh, those of you, those of you familiar with my background, know that this was was kind of big news for me because I spent eight years of of my career at Radio Disney and Disney Channel. I worked under Radio Disney and Disney Channel uh, marketing on 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 a lot of stuff. And when Radio Disney com- like completely cut back, hundreds of people were laid off uh, back in 2014. Uh, I fell into that. And decided my time at Disney was done. I didn't even pursue another opportunity at Disney. I, I left Disney. I said, nah, that's enough. That's, and I think I've talked about this before. And I know I have. It just I can't remember how recently. Uh, so with news that this came down, I kind of went, oh, wow, that's pretty wild. And I posted the article. And and I had just said, ah, oh, this is not a shock. I figured this was coming because they, they sold off all of their local stations with the exception of one um, uh, in 2014. So just over six years ago. And... Uh, it, it, so I said, you know, this, this wasn't a surprise after the huge layoff and sell-off six years ago. They only had 36 people on staff left. 36. You know, and I was like, ah. And it just it kind of caught my eye, and I moved on from it. Well, then I'm friends with a lot of people who worked at Radio Disney. People who, actually, a couple people that were still there and, and now, unfortunately, are going to be looking for a new job. Uh, but people that have been gone even longer, like, before that layoff, and everybody was like, oh, this is so sad. And they have all these photos and these memories and stuff, and I'm just like, I, felt, I, I came inside, so I was doing something outside, and I think I looked at my phone or whatever it was, and I, and I came in, and I, was, I said to my wife, I was like, am I an asshole? Like, I was genuine, it was a genuine, I mean, I know I'm an asshole, like, but I was like, how big of an asshole am I? Where I just, I didn't, I don't, I didn't have this connection, you know, I have friends that I still know, good friends, that I met through Disney, it's not to say, uh, it, you know, I got nothing out of it, but it's just, I didn't feel this need to post a bunch of photos and talk about how my life was changed by... You know, and if it's not, if your life was changed, that's great. But I just felt like a gigantic asshole, just like a gigantic asshole. But that, I think that's just how I am. I, I I'm just one of those. I'm too cynical, too cynical. You know, like like when when Burning Man was canceled last year, I was like, eh, that's not that's not a shock. And it was like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? I'm like, uh, burn a fire in your backyard and throw some dust all over yourself. Call it a day. What I that's what I would have done if I <laughs> needed to have that. I don't know. Oh, Spotify wrapped. I probably could have put this in parenting. Uh, so two things on the Spotify wrapped. I said this last year, uh, and I don't think I. Oh no, I did post it because it's on my memories. <laughs> I was like, wow, way to way to feel left out because of not using one particular music platform. Uh, and I had said out loud last year, like just to the universe, I'm going to use more Spotify so that I can have a cool rap thing next year. Well, I didn't use more Spotify. I use it for podcasts. That's it. Like that's and not even a ton of podcasts. Um, there's only like a couple I listen to on there because I prefer to use Google Podcasts uh, personally. It's, it, I won't even say it's like superior. It's just that's what I'm in the habit of using. Like if, if you're an Apple user and iPhone, like you're probably using Apple Podcasts. I happen to be an Android user, uh, but Spotify. There's certain podcasts you can only get on Spotify specifically. I mean, not only, but, like, I can't get on Google Podcasts. Cinema Craptaculous is one of them. Zombie Teeth Podcast is one of them. Uh, so, you know, that's really all I use Spotify for. However, uh, my wife has premium Spotify. Well, back that up a little bit. I went to look just out of curiosity. I was like, what happens if I click the rap thing on my Spotify profile? And it took me to this thing, and it just said, oh, you should listen to more Spotify next year. And I was like, probably not going to happen, but thanks, Spotify. Now, my wife has Spotify premium um, and she doesn't really use it. We just we have it because uh, it was given to her uh, by by my brother-in-law. 
a couple years ago. So she has the premium and, and she doesn't, like I said, doesn't really use it personally, but what we do is it's connected to our, like our Google, you know? So if, if you call up a certain thing on Spotify, it comes up from her account. So that's mainly things that we're calling up, uh, for, for my now four year old was three years old for most of, of this Spotify wrapped. Uh, so I had my wife pull it up. And I was like, what is it? And she, I think we did this last year and frozen was right at the top of it. Uh, so she does it this year and sure enough, frozen and uh, Trolls World Tour are in there in the top thing. Uh, but the number one artist on the Spotify wrapped, which is essentially my daughter's Spotify wrapped, was the Interrupters. And not only was that the number one band, she, she not me, because I listen to, I love the Interrupters. I listen to Interrupters, but I listen out of my own library. I, like I'm pointing, like my own computer phone, whatever it is. I, you know, I have, U- I use YouTube music. But she, my daughter, was in the top point. 1%, not 1%, 0.1% of Interrupters fans on Spotify. Uh, so if anyone out there was wondering what my daughter's favorite band is, it would be the Interrupters. She is in the top 1%. I, I thought that was really awesome. I was like, oh, wow. Zoe is a huge Interrupters fan because that's mainly what we listen to. Uh, that and Trolls World Tour and some other stuff too. I mean, she has other bands she likes. Her top like punk rock bands are, are definitely Interrupters uh, and then the Bomb Pops and then Less Than Jake. Lesson Jake, she just she loves horns, loves horns. Like in fact, any like real big fish will come on. She's like, it's Lesson Jake. I'm like, no, it's just it's just got horns like Lesson Jake. <laughs> Top one percent. I was like, ah, oh, my daughter's much cooler than I am. She has a Spotify Wrapped and I don't. We have a Spotify Wrapped for the uh, the podcast that it gives us the numbers, but we don't do a ton of numbers on Spotify. There's like three people that I know personally that listen to the podcast on Spotify. Everyone else uses. Uh, other platforms, um, so so we don't do a lot of numbers on Spotify. Uh, we do a ton of numbers on Podomatic, and, and and then I go through and track everything else, and that's that's how we get to about fifteen to twenty k uh, per episode. Uh, shameless, shameless. I didn't even realize this was coming, and it snuck up on me today. Shameless premieres tonight on Showtime. The new season of Shameless, the final season of Shameless. If you have never watched Shameless. Get on it. It's on Netflix. Uh, if you don't have Showtime, you can watch all of it on Netflix. I'm, I'm sure the most recent season is on there now. Uh, but it is one of my absolute favorite shows is Shameless. William H. Macy is brilliant. Really, all the actors on that show, uh, actors and actresses, are just brilliant. So highly, highly recommend it. And that's what I'm going to be doing either tonight or tomorrow uh, afternoon as my daughter naps. Because not appropriate for the kids. <laughs> not appropriate for the kids. Uh, the Network. Their new album is out. We've talked about The Network. They are Green Day. I don't care what their posts say. They are Green Day. Their new album is out. Highly recommend checking out the track called Ivanka is a Nazi. Ivanka is spelled with three Ks appropriately. Uh, And the one thing I will leave you with before we finish up episode 28 is Goldfinger. They released their new album on Friday. And I was pleasantly surprised is not the right word. I I enjoy some Goldfinger. I really like some Goldfinger. And I, I knew this album would be decent. Uh, I put it on, did a little listen through on Friday, not long after I downloaded it. Thank you to Tom for reminding me to download it that morning because uh, I didn't have it in like my pre-orders or anything. And, and Tom sent me a message that, oh my gosh, the new Goldfinger is good. And I genuinely wasn't even influenced by that because I was like, okay, well, I'm going to. But then I did a listen through on it, a good listen through. Uh, it is fantastic. It is fantastic. I wouldn't say it's all killer. There's, there's a little bit of filler in there. But oh man, the track. two things I will say about that. Uh, the track with Monique is straight fire, as the kids would say these days, right? That's what the kids say. Uh, but it's fantastic. Oh, my gosh, such a good song. Uh, and the, I love hearing uh, Mike Herrera's vocals 
along with John Feldman. It's just fan. I, I'm a big Mike Herrera uh, vocals fan, and and so he they complement each other so well. Uh, the one thing I will say, and I, I've seen this feedback. Uh, people have said it's overproduced. It's and you know what? It is a little overproduced, but that's also something we know now to expect uh, from Feldy, from John Feldman. Is he he just he stuff gets a little overproduced. He produced nine uh, in California, the last two uh, Blink One Eight Two albums, and he, you know it's yeah. I know I can see that, but I'm still very much enjoying the album. Highly, highly recommend Goldfinger. Uh, and then next weekend, next Common Sense Sundays, we will be talking about my my listen through of uh, Lesson Jake because that is releasing on Friday. And I think what we're going to do, uh, probably probably include it with the Christmas episode, for those of you new. We're going to have a Christmas episode this year. It's going to be the last Sunday before Christmas, uh, so it's going to be close to a week before. Uh, and, and I do actually do a reading of uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas, uh, so, so you can, you probably don't want to let your kids listen to the whole thing, but they can listen to me uh, read the night, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Uh, but I think this year we're going to do top 20 albums of 2020, or top 20? No. Good Lord. We're going to do top 5 or 10 albums of 2020. Goldfinger is might be slipping in that top five. Uh, they're pretty damn close. Now that's that's all going to shift, I'm sure, when Lesson Jake comes out uh, on Friday. Because Lesson Jake, for me, per, for me personally, this um, my personal top albums. Does, I'm not a music expert. I'm not a music reviewer or any of that. Like most people, don't even agree with my taste in music. But my top albums and Lesson Jake is a top three band for me personally. All right. On that note, listen to some damn Goldfinger. It's really good. That's going to do it for us here. Uh, at Common Sense Sundays. This has been episode uh, 28 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall and, of course, me, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Make sure you follow us on Facebook.com slash Go Tell to the Wall. Also, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, and subscribe to our channel. Uh, Instagram, at SoCalSean. Follow me on there. I'll f- probably follow you back. I like looking at cool photos on the Instagram. And, of course, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that. Check back often. Get yourself some merch. Become a patron if you have the means to do so. It will be greatly, greatly appreciated. And let me say, anyone out there, even if you're not a huge social media user, please, please do a little sharing. Uh, we're trying to increase the social media presence. Just, just, it just makes us look cooler, I guess. Uh, so please share it. Um, do some social media posts if, if you know if you're a big fan of the, of the podcast of Common Sense Sundays or you know go tell us the wall in general. Uh, please, please, please share it with your friends. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. We will be back next week, same wall place, same wall time. And until then, remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.